Welcome. This is the Life Habits Podcast Series, and my name is Carl Vradenberg. This is the series that helps you to learn new habits to optimize your life in order to stay sane in this crazy world. This is episode number 92, and the topic for today is optimizing happiness. Now, in preparing for this particular episode, I did a poll of listeners, of you, or those of you who are connected with me and with the podcast series on the various social media networks, and asked the question of which of several topics you would like me to deal with on this particular episode. And the vast majority of you chose this topic of optimizing happiness. So that's what we're going to talk about today. If you'd like to provide input into the future sessions or just join the conversation, go to facebook.com slash lifehabits for the podcast page and for things like announcements and links and the like that I send out. You can also go to facebook.com slash groups slash lifehabits and there you'll find discussion among listeners, and things like the poll that I used for this session as well. So I encourage you to connect in those two ways. Now, this isn't the first time we've talked about the topic of happiness. I did do a previous episode, number 84, on the topic of being happier. And since that episode, I've spent a lot of time focusing on happiness, largely due to posting several times a day and reading the posts of others on an app called Happier that I did talk about in that episode as well. Now, episode 84, I think, is an excellent grounding in a wide-ranging set of habits that you can use to develop to become happier. And today's episode is going to further build on that foundation and explore ways of even further enhancing our lives and various ways to achieve even greater happiness. I mentioned in episode 84 that psychology used to focus on the negative, studying people who had depression, anxiety, etc. And then about 15 to 20 years ago, one of the leading depression researchers and theorists, Martin Seligman, decided to start to focus on the positive, studying what made people happy. And that field is now large and it's yielding fascinating insights and practical advice. A uh, Google search that I did just recently for the word happiness now yields more than 340 million results and there are more than 86,000 books in Amazon on the topic related to happiness. So that's a lot of information to get through. So I'm going to try to summarize here some of the most powerful advice for optimizing your happiness beyond the foundational advice that I gave in episode number 84. And as we usually do, I'd like to start by providing you a few of the quotes that I find particularly inspirational and are related to the topics that we'll be talking about today as well. Uh, Nick Han said, Sometimes your joy is the source of your smile, but sometimes your smile can be the source of your joy. Helen Keller said, When one door of happiness closes, another opens. But often... We look so long at that closed door that we do not see the one that has been opened for us. 
Douglas Adams said, I'd far rather be happy than write any day. An unknown author said, The grass is always greener where you water it. And Abraham Lincoln said, Most people are about as happy as they make up their minds to be. So, let's go through six themes that I'd like to share with you with regard to how to optimize your happiness. The first is to buy experiences and not things. That is, rather than buying products, physical products, instead, buy things like memberships in clubs, in the gym, in going on a vacation, going and experiencing things rather than just buying things. And ideally, for each of those, do them with as well as for others. So actually think of when you choose to spend your money, for example, on something, rather than buying a thing, buy an experience and buy an experience that you can ideally do with other people because we'll be happier when we do things with others and be even happier if we do those things for others as well as with them. And the key part of this overall bit of advice is also to take action yourself in doing these things. Don't wait for somebody else to do it. Don't wait for somebody else to provide you happiness. Essentially, create that happiness by creating the experiences that will make you happy as well. Number two is be kind to others. Make sure to show gratitude, show your appreciation, say thanks to other people when they do something that is worthy of that thanks. A lot of the time we just carry on with our lives and don't acknowledge when we see somebody doing something nice for someone else. You can improve the tonnage of happiness in the world using Martin Seligman's phrase by making other people happy, by thanking them and acknowledging their contributions. And you also should be sharing your happiness with others and sharing or letting other people share their happiness with you. And you can do that also with the app that I mentioned earlier called Happier. That's also now available both for iOS and for Android in the respective app stores. And there's also a website called happier.com. I think there are also others now, given this whole positive psychology movement. Uh, there's a lot to take in now where you can connect with other people and share your happiness and to actually have them share their happiness with you. Huge effect of improving and increasing happiness simply by being more social and sharing that positive approach. Number three is to hug someone, including your non-human friends. Essentially build strong relationships, not just casual ones, not just ones where you may connect with a person online, for example, um, which is all great too. You can also uh, generate a ton of happiness by strengthening your online relationships and, and the like, as I just mentioned, but also try to do some of this stuff in person where you can essentially press the flesh, as it's called, to actually connect directly with someone. And also not just people, 
right? Have a pet, have a dog or a cat or another companion. And they typically also provide sort of unconditional positive regard to you. Dogs and cats actually are excellent at always providing you with really positive vibes because they depend on you. They give you a lot of feedback and also you get the uh, connection, the physical connection that has also really been shown to be effective at improving our happiness and lowering our stress levels, lowering heart rate and all the like as well. Number four is to smile. I've done this for years myself, and it's really a way to decide to be happy. As the quote said, you know, you can simply make the decision to have a more positive disposition. A lot of people think that this is all hardwired and everything in the world needs to be different in order for you to be happy. Well, some amount of this typically about 50% of your disposition, whether it be positive or negative, is sort of influenced by your genetic makeup is what the research shows. But the other 50% is entirely up to you. And you can decide first thing in the morning. When you look at yourself in the mirror, in the bathroom, you can smile and decide that you're going to be happy that day. And every time that you encounter a challenge to that happiness, you can take that high road. You can actually focus on the positive. Ignore negative when you experience it and simply turn that into a positive. Whether that's a conversation that you're having with someone and they want to take you down, they want to reduce your happiness levels, don't buy into it. Don't succumb to other people's negativity, instead decide yourself and inside yourself, decide you're going to take the happy route, which you can initiate by simply smiling. And the actual act of smiling, like one of the quotes said, can actually directly influence your emotional level. Simply the act of and using the muscles of your face to create a smile even though you're artificially creating it initially, can generate a more positive emotion in you. So smile, take a positive approach to, and make that decision yourself to be happier. Number five is to achieve balance. And that, I mean, a balance in your life between a focus on the mental, the physical, and the spiritual. Make sure that you're addressing each of those areas of your life and not just being focused on your career or only focused on one aspect of your life. Try to be more balanced and experience and appreciate the current moment. Ground yourself in what you're experiencing right now and practice non-judgmental mindfulness which is really not thinking of the future, not ruminating over the past, simply enjoying whatever you're experiencing at the present time. And make sure, too, that in order to do that, we need to also get away from a lot of the other distractors we have in our lives as well. 
I'm not saying they are bad. There is a time for them. I use them a lot too. So things like cell phones and computers and other gaming systems or whatever you're into, take some time away from any of those devices that pull our attention and spend some time focusing, getting balanced in your life, but also just in your being, in your experience at the moment. And again, as I said earlier, don't ruminate or worry about the past. Don't plan for the future at this particular moment. Simply, calmly enjoy the present. And six, and finally, focus on your sense of purpose, the fostering of a greater good, whether that be volunteering or other ways of sort of giving back. Think about things that you really believe in. Think about what passions you have that you think will make the world better, that you know there's a need that needs to be addressed. Whatever that is, whatever really turns your crank, so to speak, what really will you think make a difference in the world, don't simply wait for other people to do that and expect the world to be better. Make the world better yourself. And very importantly, do it with regard to an area of focus that you personally really strongly believe in. Make sure that you quite fearlessly express those views, go out and actually do whatever activities those may be that you think will improve things and start to make a difference in the world from the point of view of the topics you think are most important for improving as well. Champion that. Get others to follow you if you're being effective at doing this. And you'll feel really good that you're not only getting out there and doing something and you feel good about you doing it yourself, you'll actually be making a difference in the world. And if all of us did that, this whole world would be a heck of a lot better than it is today. Because a lot of the time today, people simply expect others to do this for them. I wish the government would do this. I wish organizations would do this. I wish companies wouldn't do this. Take this into your own hands. Think about what difference you can make, however small, to really make some improvement in the things that you think are important in the world. And like I say, when you do that, you'll feel hugely better. And you'll also make a lot of other people happy as well. They being happy will feed back to you being happier as well. And collectively, we do a lot of this. We'll be improving this overall world as well. So those are my quick six items that you can focus on to build upon the foundational elements that I talked about in episode 84 to start to address optimizing your habits in your life in a way that can improve your happiness. And, you know, a lot of the research that's been done in this area has been so insightful in that a lot of these fairly simple changes that you might look at and think, my God, really, that's going to make a difference? That makes a huge difference. The research shows that these 
types of simple changes can dramatically influence our sense of well-being, lowered stress levels, and being happier. So I'd like to encourage you to do the homework right away. Choose one of these that you're going to go work on this week. Write up a plan. Decide that you're going to be reminding yourself to go do one or more of these right away. And I encourage you to give it a really good shot and get back to me too at lifehabits at gmail.com if you want to connect with me directly personally or use the Facebook page or the Facebook discussion group to provide additional feedback as well as to how this is going for you. Are you having some difficulty with it? Do you have some other suggestions you'd like to share with other listeners and with me as well? Let's make this a community of people who are trying to drive greater levels of happiness and overall effectiveness of life habits by connecting with one another in the areas that I talked about as well. Now, speaking of providing feedback and the like and getting connected, like to, as I usually do, provide a little bit of the feedback that uh, we've received on the iTunes, uh, Canadian iTunes store, MR Key says, worth listening, five stars, great podcast. I really enjoy listening. I started listening only recently and on my commute to work and already on episode 45, keep up the good work. Well, thanks so much for that comment. And from China, we have Emily who gives the podcast series five stars and says, excellent. It's a benefit to my life and I really like it very much. And lastly, Wally from the United States of America gave it five stars and said, my favorite podcast, excellent advice and ideas delivered in a very pleasing and efficient manner. I very much enjoy re-listening to the ones that I find most helpful. And on that note, I'd like to suggest that we are at episode 92. There's a lot of topics that we've gone through since we started this podcast a few years ago. Unlike other podcasts that may deal with topical issues, this podcast series deals with topics that are fairly timeless. So I would encourage if you haven't listened to many or all of the other episodes that we've covered, download them, have a listen, and give me feedback on those as well. So with that, I'd like to encourage you to continue to increase the tonnage of happiness in the world by doing these and other methods of improving your happiness and again, my congratulations to all of you for focusing on trying to improve yourself and your world. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you next time and bye for now.